0: <laughs> Hashem, we hear these two wonderful days that, that Eben arranged for us. Baruch Hashem, we heard beautiful d'var Torah, d'var Chizuk, and Eben Zil, Rabbi Zangazunt, gave me the the honor and the Responsibility to, to say a lecture at this moment entitled, What Are We Taking Home? Now, this is a very delicate subject. It's not so delicate as it is responsive, it needs a lot, a sense of responsibility. Because many times, the last word is what really counts. And I don't want to ruin things. So, I will try in my lecture to go in the, in the in the continuation of some of the ideas we heard this morning from, from Rabbi and a little elaborate them. And Hashem should help me that it should be really a summary of what these days are trying to teach us. The the crux of my discussion will be to explain a little as much as I can about Chag voice. Today is a very precious day. Today is Chodesh. That tell us that all Yom Tovim, when it comes to Shabbat Yom When it comes to Shabbos and Yom Toif, and some say that it should be chetzi and some say it should be chetzi l'Hashem. In other words, some say, and that's the halacha, that you should celebrate the day here with Torah, learning Torah and davening, and Hif with partaking a suudah, a Yom Tov feast. At the same time, one Tana says that the Yom Tov can be celebrated Oikul Lashem Oikul Lachem You can set up the whole yom tif with learning Torah, and you can even fast, and you or you could decide the whole yom tif should be should be partake in suudes and enjoyment and a simcha. And the Gemara says, "Haqel moedim," even those that say that on Pesach, on Sukkot, on Shabbos, on Rosh Hashanah, you can spend all the day. Kulo la Hashem, haqel moedim de beiron amalochen. That on Shavuos it's a halacha that you should make partake a good suddah. My timer, yoyim shenit entirely Yisrael, because this is the happiest day of year, the day that the Torah was, was given to Yisrael. And the Gemara says, Amar Reb Yisak. Reb Yisak said, ifdu li iglatilso. Make me in this day the most delicious delicacy. tilsa means a calf which is one third from the, from the cow which is the most delicious. The ilah yoima if it wouldn't be for this precious day kama Yosef Ikebishuk I wouldn't be special Rav Yosef. There are many Yosef in the, in the street. Which means this is the special day for, for, for a Jew. In this day I became a Yit. In this day I, get, I got a Torah. In this day I became close to Hashem. In this day we zechutu is to eternity. This day we got meaning in life. This is the great day, Chag Matan Torah, the great day of Shavuos. Now I would like to discuss a little bit what really happened four thousand years ago on Shavuos and what we relive today when Shavuos comes. And it's important for us to know it because if we don't know, what we're supposed to get from Shavuos then probably we're not going to get it. Now, in order to, to, to explain the subject, I would like to bring up certain minhagim that we have on shavuot Now, it's very interesting. On every Yom Tif, there are the special mitzvahs of the Yom Tif. On Pesach, we eat matzah, we refrain from chometz. On Rosh Hashanah, we blow shayfah. On Yom Kippur we fast. And on Sukkot we take a lulah and we sit in the sukkah. The only Yom Tiv that does not have any special mitzvah is Shavuos. And really the Vilna Goyen says, that is why the Gemara had said that in Shavuos it is essential to make a good feast because there is no other mitzvah. So the only way to express the Yom Tiv is by a tz'ud. So let us first Analyze what we discussed at this moment, and I'm telling this both the Before I, do, I I I describe explanations, let us first look at the halacha. The halacha is that I'm sure you men are excited, Bez Rashem, that there'll soon be shavuiz, and there's one of them, and hug him, and you'll stay up all night, and you'll learn a lot of Torah, and it's a wonderful, wonderful time for learning Torah and for achieving greatness. But it's also important to know that the halacha that is mentioned in the Gemara the halacha which is mentioned in the Gemara the specialty of Chagah is to make a good suuda. So really the only mitzvah we find in the Gemara for Shavuos is a good cheesecake and a good blinzah. <laughs> so this side of the mechitza. As Rabbi Foy was saying before, don't listen to the joshua, just put the cheesecake into your mind. And I'm repeating it. I think he was speaking that it's not that that's the way it should be done. I'm saying this is the way it should be done. Whatever it is. That's the mitzvah of shavuus. To appreciate, to express your appreciation through a sudha through delicacies, that we have a beautiful tari. And this needs explanation. Now, when we are going to try to extract a little of the essence of this yamtiv of Shavuos, I think maybe it'll be a little bit easier in one way than other Yom Taibim. Because other Yom Taibim are highlighted by Mitzvahs. And Mitzvahs are very, very deep. Mitzvahs are Hashem's Mitzvahs, And we know there are mitzvahs which we don't understand. And the mitzvahs we do understand, how much do we understand? When it comes to shavuos, shavuos has no special mitzvah. Shavuos is highlighted by minhogim, by customs, which are not mitzvahs. And I'm going to describe some of them this afternoon. And I want to be very careful that these minhogim for sure there are for the men's side of the machitza. and even the men's side of the machitzah, I'm not going to, I, my object here was not I'm being very careful my object is not to tell you or to suggest that you do these manhagim you live up to them but just to analyze the manhagim which are brought down from the greatest sages of previous generation in order to analyze them and to understand what Shavuos is all about. And, as I had said, to analyze a mitzvah is very hard. But to analyze a custom shouldn't be that hard. Because a minik is a minik. If it's customary, it's something which the Jewish people did on their own appreciation. So I think that we can get really the, uh, an insight in the beauty of Shavuos dafka from these menhoggim. And I will try to enumerate some of them. And Hashem should help me, I should try to explain them. The first meaning is that there is a minhag, and again, it's not a halacha, to stay up all night, le'el shluz, until they're in Of course, this is for the men's side of the mechitzes. Okay. And the women, as, all of, as everything in Am Yisrael, also absorb this greatness, this kedusha. even though they're at home, they're sleeping, but it's a greatness, it's a kedusha in Am Yisrael, wherever you go, you see the shul is open all night, a lot of people sitting and learning. And it's a wonderful night. It's a lot, night of learning, of Kedusha. We stay up all night and we learn Torah. And I'd like to just tell you, the Riyah Kodesh says, that whoever stays up all night and learns Torah, and doesn't sleep even one instant, which isn't so easy for us, because if you just waste your time, it's like you're sleeping. The Riyah Kodesh says, He won't die that year. The won't die that it can be promised that that year no harm will befall him. <speaking in Hebrew> all your life is depending on this night. Now this is from the Ari HaKodesh which was the greatest of Ruach HaKodesh in the generations and these are words of Torah that all the life of the person is depending on this wonderful night. And again I know Tamir HaKodesh this night. They say, well, some Siyantif, you're not supposed to suffer. And most people keep this minik, and I'm not trying to introduce, yes, to keep, not to keep the minik, but to analyze what is this all about. Now, when the men stay up on Shavuos night, so, many of us learn, take a Gemara, we learn, we study, but there is a minic, again a minhik, to say tikkun, to say tikkun. Now this is a very interesting meaning. Teh tikun means as follows. You take this, it's printed up specially, you, you pass over in an abridged way the whole Torah. The first three Pesukim in Barashas and the last three Psukim in Barashas. The first three Psukim in Noach, the last three Psukim in Noach, Lech Lechov and then you go through the whole Chumash, when you come to Aserah Sadibris, you say the whole Parsha, when you come to special parshas, you say the whole parsha, and you go through in a how should I say it in an abridged way in a condensed way Torah, neviim, and Ksuv this is the meaning of Tikkun Le'ashvuis that is mentioned in the Ariha Kodish. the Ashkenazim according to the Shlom continue and they have a way of going through the whole Shishen Sidre Mishnah. In every Masechet, the first and the last. And some say Tariq Mitzvahs. In other words, the crux of things is to, in a condensed way, to go through the whole Torah from beginning till end. Now this is these explanations. What is this all about? What is this God trying to express? In the famous story, they say that the Magid medubeneh was visiting with the Vilna Goyen was night and as you all know, the Vilna Goyen was in Makubal and they came to Shuh Shuhus night and they took out a Tikkun and started saying Tikkun and the Maghid took out a Gemara and started learning the Gemara so the story goes that the guy in the villa said aren't you going to say with us Tikkun? so the Maghid always used to have a mashal I'll tell you a mashal and the mashal was that if somebody has a big warehouse and he sells samples because these samples are showing what he has in his warehouse but imagine you don't have a warehouse, all you do is selling samples. <laughs> it's not worth anything. He says, You will not go. In. When you have the whole turret, this night you show a sample, a little bracious a little smushy, a little vehicle, a little b- b- bit But I have nothing to show. I'm gonna show samples. It's a very shock word. But many, many even have this minute to say tikkun. And again, I'm not trying to introduce to say tikkun, not to say tikkun. But I'm going to try to explain this afternoon what is this what is this trying to express by the way are you with me huh yeah. should I change the subject is it interesting no. yeah good third minhag third minhag is and again I'm not going to introduce to do this minhag not this min-hag. but the minhag is and this is brought down desire the tikkun is not brought down the Zayar. To stay up all night is brought down the Zohar. Tikkun is, is from the Riyad Kodesh and previous Mekubalim. The third minhag is also again brought down the zoya That in the morning before Allah is before the first drop of light in the darkest moment of the night which is the last moment of the night to be toivel in a mikveh. And especially in Israel thousands of people Table in the mikveh, thousands of men, table in the mikveh, in Shmoo this morning. And this Tavila, this Tavila in this mikveh, al will according to the secrets of Torah, is, I, I, there's, there's, there's no words of describing the deaths and the madregas and the kavonis and the kiddushah and the greatness that this mikvah expresses. This is a very, very, very special, and again, it's a minik, it's not a mitzvah, it's not a khir. But according to the words of the Ari HaKadosh, this mikvah brings you the crown, the crown of Torah. The crown of Torah comes with this mikvah. So we discussed three men hugging, staying up all night, saying tikkun, and going to the mikvah in the morning, all which is customary, not a mitzvah, not a commandment, but I think to explain what's happening here will give us a little insight on what is shavuos all about. I will also try in the, in the continuation of my lecture to explain why really is there no mitzvah in shavuos? Why really every, every young has a mitzvah? Pesach has a mitzvah, Rosh Hashanah has a mitzvah, Surkis has a mitzvah, Yim Kippur has a mitzvah, only Shavuos has no mitzvah. Why really does Shavuos have no mitzvah? And so far we're some good questions. I'll advise that the answer should be as good as the questions. Now, let me start getting to the subject, and this will be the explanation. We know that the most precious day was Shavuos Shavuos really was the Gerus the conversion that all of us became Am Yisrael Shavuos really had in itself two capacities in the Chumash there are two descriptions of Matan Tur. in the end of Parshas Yisroy, and in the end of Parshas Mishpotim in the end of Parashat Yisrael if you remember not the end of Parashat Yisrael the middle of Parshish Yisrael the Torah describes how Hashem gave us a Torah and Aserah Sadib Ten Commandments and the whole Torah in the end of Parashat Mishpatim there is a whole story that describes the Maimon HaR Sinai but it doesn't describe how Hashem gave the Torah it describes over there the famous words of Naas and Nishma. Those famous words we will do and we will hear. This is described in the of Pasha's Mishpatim. And there is a whole discussion of Lebris, how the Jewish people came into the bris with Hashem. Bris means the little translation is confident, yeah? So we will use the word bris. If anybody doesn't know what the word is let, let's let's make it clear at this moment so we should be able to use this word leisurely as we continue. We all know what the word means Lebris. Alright? So there's two parishes in Shavuos. There's the Knisah Lebris that the Jewish people became close to Hashem and the Matan Torah. We got a Torah. It's very interesting that our Torah is not a Shavuos Torah. Because when Hashem gave us a Torah and this Torah was a bridge that Sarah said the Bris. Moshe Rebbe brought down the two luchas and found the Jewish people not in a very beautiful position. They're worshiping the eagle, the golden calf. Moshe Rabbeinu shattered the luchos, went back to Hashem, and cried to Hashem to forgive the Jewish people. Hashem gave the new luchos. When, help me, please, on Yom Kippur. So our Torah is not Shul's Torah. Our Torah is Yom Kippur Torah. Now there was a big difference between Shavuos Torah and Yom Kippur Torah. Because when Hashem gave Torah on Shavuos, the Torah described it as Chorus al-Haluchos. And the Chazals say, Al-Tikra Chorus el chairos If we would not have made that golden calf, the Egel Hazot, then the Gemara says, we would have been freed from the Malach There would be no death in the world. We would be freed from the Yetzirah. There would be no Yetzirah in the world we would learn Torah with no forgetting. It would be a Torah of Olam Havim. The Torah of Shavuos was destroyed until Ulam Havim. We learn the Torah of Yom Kippur. So here the question is, why is Shavuos called Mamatan and Tereseno? I think we should say, Yom Kippur Zmamat and Tereseno. And I think this is the answer. The answer is, because the Torah that Hashem gave us on Shavuos we lost, but the bris, since this was a, a blood bris, and for those that weren't here, when I describe this erev Shabbos, I'd like to repeat it. A bris means a connection of two people with blood, and how do you do that? The first time we find the Torah broken Avraham Avinu, Hashem told Avraham Avinu to take an animal. To cut it in half and put two sides and go in middle, and Hashem Shechina went between the two halves of animal, and this expresses just like this animal is one unity. The head keeps no secrets from the feet, and the feet keep no secrets from the head. What hurts this part, hurts this part. What this part feels, this part feels. This unity. And in that case, it was Hashem and Avram Avinu. We are like one creation. We have one blood. What you know, Avram, I know. And what I know, Hashem says, you know. When you're in pain, I'm in pain. When Hashem is in pain, we're in pain. And that was the bris of Matan Torah. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu was a scribe in Parashat Mishpatim. Take a Korban, receive the dam, receive the blood, Half of the blood was spilled on the Mizbeach, which is to Hashem. Half of the blood was spilled on the Jewish people. Zois dam ha-bris. This is the blood which connects us. And I'd like to introduce. This bris, which was made with blood, can never be broken or taken away from us. Never ever. And therefore, even though the Torah that we learn is more appropriate to the second Luchas, the Yom Kippur, but the bris is really Shavuos, a bris of Shavuos, and I will, I'm being very complicated here, and I think you people aren't used to hearing big shiurim. and I'm going to the, come to the point more on the level of some of the people which are pretty uninterested in what I said until now. I'm coming to the point at this moment. Now what's happening here is as follows, let me explain very simply. When we received a Torah, we promised our utmost dedication to Hashem. Let's talk a very simple act. Now in our world, the utmost dedication you find in Avdus is slavery. Now today, in our modern generation, slavery is a dirty word. Lincoln told us to free all the slaves. But let's not go into this concept. Let's talk about the dedication of slavery in its beautiful form. You have here a slave who belongs to his master. And the fellow says, my dear master, I am dedicated and I give myself over. Everything I own is yours. I'm complete dedication to my master. Now, in the utmost dedication that you'll find from a person to a person, the utmost dedication from a person to a person, there are two clauses which he says, my dear master, everything is yours besides this and this tell him like this, my master, my mind is yours. All I think is, how can I help my master? My understanding is yours. My hands are yours. I work for you. My feelings are yours. Everything I own is yours. There are two things which don't don't belong to you. Point number one, the, 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 the point of my life, this doesn't belong to you. In other words, my life, my soul, just the fact that I'm a living unity, this is mine. This is mine. My life is mine. Because if the master says, shine my shoes, I'll shine your shoes. Go to Wall Street and put in all your mind to make money for me, I'll do that. Jump off the empire Building. sorry, my life is mine. Chayek My life belongs to me. The tzipar nefesh the life of the person, you won't find in dedication that you give this away to any person. Because life belongs to... Life, the preciousness of life is mine. There's one more point on the opposite... Way in the opposite side, which also belongs to me. My humanity. My humanity. Let me explain this. If someone is standing in front of his master... Right, and he's standing and he's full concentration full appreciation and he's standing and he's standing and he's standing and he's serving and he's serving and he's serving and and all of a sudden his stomach starts turning he's dead hungry so he says with all due respects with all due respect I ask forgiveness I gotta go eat he says with your dedication but I'm a human being I'm a human being I gotta go eat Or excuse me for the for the marshal. I gotta go to the bathroom. What are you, an animal? I I don't know what I am, but I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm human. I'm dedicated, 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 dedicated. But I'm human. And my simple humanity belongs to me. My life belongs to me. My humanity belongs to me. Everything else belongs to you. My concentration, my understanding, my feeling, my work. Everything is yours. My life is mine. And the the simplicity of humanity is mine. Are you with me? There is one dedication. Which isn't like that. This dedication. The dedication to God. To Hashem. Geras. When a guy wants to convert. And he says... Hashem, I'm becoming one of your people. I'm giving away all I have. I'm becoming a Jew and Evad Hashem. But, Hashem, there's two points which belong to me. Point number one, my life is mine. My life is mine. Point number two, as we had mentioned, my humanity is mine. Because you'll tell me to put on filling, I'll put on filling. You'll tell me to make a mezuzah, I'll make a mezuzah. You'll tell me to concentrate in Torah, I'll concentrate in Torah. You'll tell me how I should feel, I'll feel. But when I'm going by and I'm dead hungry. And I'm going by a restaurant and there's nothing besides a pork sandwich. I'm only human. I'm only human, Hashem. Everything is yours. Besides my humanity. Look, Hashem, be fair about it. Dedication. Weren't you by the seminar? Pinker said a whole street a whole speech or you you can give away everything, but you can't give away the life, and you can't give away simple humanity. And this is wrong. This is when you're dedicated to a person, when you dedication to Hashem and Rus that we read on the famous day of Shu, when she described her dedication to the Jewish people, she said, Tomus Amus, where you will die, I will die." vshatetelchi your, where your feet will take you, my feet will take me. In other words, the lowest part of the person, which is the feet, and the hardest part of the person, which is the life, this we should give over and dedicated to the Jewish people. Now really, this is the crux and what's special about Judaism. That when we are korez bris with Hashem, When we make a bris with Hashem, we make a blood bris. And a blood bris has two points about it. First of all, blood is life. Am I right? Blood is life. Kedamu anefesh. Second of all, blood is humanity. A person is wants because his blood cooks. And let me tell you what's going on in these days from Pesach to Shavuos. On the day of Pesach is over, we count 49 days. And in these 49 days, we express our dedication to Hashem on every possible way, 7 times 7. But let us express the number 7. 7 means, nature is 7. Hashem, I give away everything that I have to you this includes our minds and our, our our feelings and our money and everything that we have and this is made seven times seven this we build our dedication to Hashem on seven times seven on seven weeks of Sphira when we come to this precious day of Shavuos then something completely is different is happening over here over here we are finishing up the Bris. We're finishing up the bris and we're giving away the last two points to Hashem. The last two points are expressed, let me repeat, by the blood bris which is expressed again by the crux of our life and even the simplicity of our humanity. This is what we give away to Hashem on Shavuos. And this is what happened in this day. Now let me expre- 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 explain how this is expressed through these customs. The first custom is, on this holy night of Shavuos, don't sleep. Now what does it mean, don't sleep? What does it mean, don't sleep? I'm sitting here with an audience, very precious audience. You Everyone is here as precious. There are people here that are sleeping. Why are you sleeping? Why are you sleeping? <laughs> I'd love to listen if you'd be more interesting I would listen better but I'd like to be even polite but a human is a human my cup is schwer my head is heavy and, I, and my eyes just close on me you know because I can be dedicated and I can want to be polite and I came here to this weekend to be you know to gain something but you know it's just, it's just a human is a human because this belongs to me my, pu- my humanity belongs to me and Shavuos is one day that we give expression and it's very interesting the difference between eating and sleeping because I am keeping when you don't eat because if you just do nothing you don't eat either you have to pick it, you have to eat you have to do a process of eating but in order to sleep you just do nothing you just think about beautiful makshavas and you just sleep you have to kill yourself not to sleep anybody with me? Now it's very interesting. The Ariah Kodesh, the Ariah Kodesh that, that describes the meaning of Shavuos. And I want to be careful, but I'm saying a, a lecture here to intelligent people. And I want to be very careful. Because I saw, I'm, I'm, this goes in parentheses, I saw a young, fiery people that saw this Ariah Kodesh that you're not supposed to sleep even a moment that night. And in the middle of this precious night, they fell asleep. And they Thank got up and they said, Ah, I ruined it. And they went to melancholy, they went into depression, I ruined my shmooz. And they lost the beauty of the yamtiv. And this is a mistake. The beauty of the yamtiv is not the shtikun. the beauty of the yamtiv is to express the happiness you have at Tyrant. So please be careful when you're hearing my speech. And I'm going to explain what it means not to sleep this precious night. I'm not trying to tell you that if you fall asleep that you ruined it. Because that's not a custom. But I'm trying to explain what's this expression of not sleeping. Now let me explain it in such language. The meaning is not to sleep. Now imagine. You have a young man sitting in Manchester, England. Were you ever in Manchester, England? A yeshiva in Manchester. Were you ever in Gateshead? I was in Manchester. I was never in Gateshead. But I know that Manchester is way up north and Shavuos comes in there summer. The night is three hours. Three hours three hour night. What's over here in New York? How big is the night? Four hours. This Nishin Gersh mice. You start saying the ticket, it's all over. They come home from shul, it's 11 o'clock, they make kiddush, they run to the shul, they say the ticket, it's all over. How could you sleep? So imagine someone next to says ticket two hours and he says, I kiddush. you promised. This year is going to be great. All right. A friend of his is sitting in a shool in Buenos Aires, Argentina. I think you all know that in Buenos Aires, now it's winter. It's winter, middle of the winter. My father's was a Russian curly. He told me that night is eight hours. <gasps> Ooh, could you imagine sitting in a night eight hours? In, in Hebrew, they call this. That's a horror. So imagine a Talmud Chochim sitting and learning seven hours diligently. Learning seven hours, and after seven hours, his nose hits the gemara, and he fell asleep. So is that fear? He learned two and a half hours, and he has such a big mitzvah, and he learned seven consecutive hours. He doesn't have it. So Rabbi Israel will say, believe me, his seven hours of learning are worth more than the gulet of his staying up surest night. Absolutely true. But let us analyze the school. Why is it so important not to sleep? It doesn't say how much to learn. It says not to sleep. Because it's an expression of giving away what's most precious to us. It's not a a quantity. It's a quality. It's an expression. Because as we said, dedication, dedication has his boundaries. I'll be dedicated, dedicated, dedicated But when my mind, we're all dedicated to our Torah. We're all dedicated to being polite. We're all dedicated to many things. But when I just black out, then I just blacked out. So the expression of this night is that this night I don't exist. This night I give away to Hashem my life. And let me continue the second minute. The second minute is to say tikkun. Let me explain what this is all about. I think, now, I, this, this is a very important explanation. And, my dear audience, if everything that I'll say this afternoon, you put aside just for this itself, it was worth it to, to listen to what I'm saying. So please put your mind to what I'm trying to explain this moment. You know that there's such a thing called as a God will be Israel, as a great Jew. Can I mention some names? The Chavotschayim was a God. Alright? The Helege, the B'Avitzel B'Adi was a God. The Chassam Sufer was a God. What does it mean to be great? Great in what? A God. What does it mean to be great? Now let us discuss what does it mean to be katan, to be small. What does it mean, smallness, or what does it mean to be great? So let us analyze in very simple language. A small person, a cotton, and let us talk about a cotton who was just born you have a child who's one day old he is a cotton he is a little baby am I right? how how do you express what's so small about him and if you have someone who's 80 years old or is 50 years old let's say he's a midget is he a cotton? he's not a cotton so it's not because he's small let me tell you what a cotton means this baby knows one thing if you'll ask him do you know mommy? no do you know Tati? No. What do you know? Do you know Hashem? No. What do you know? He knows me. He knows himself. Because when he's in pain, he cries. When he's hungry, he cries. He knows that I exist. Nobody, he knows nothing of the world. All he knows is I exist. He knows all himself. Someone who knows all himself is a pure cutter. I know people 40 years old that are, that are, that are one day old. But this is not our discussion there are people who consider adults and all they know is ah, myself <laughs> but let's not discuss this but a cotton is someone who knows himself when he becomes a little more of a goddell he realizes there's someone else in this world besides myself there's a mommy Who oh, not that a khidish he's not such a baby anymore when he's five years old he realizes a tati. when he's thirteen years old He knows that there's Hashem. And he's able to conceive that Hashem is the owner of the world and I don't have, I don't have this chus, I don't have, I don't belong to myself. And he accepts, receives responsibility of a Jew. Hashem says, eat this and don't eat this. So he says, what do you mean? But what's about me? You're a god of, a god of appreciation of Hashem when he's 20 years old I'm not going to explain this but his appreciation of Hashem is magnified that he realized there is, everything is Hashem I won't discuss this at this moment but he's not a real Godot yet when does he become a real goddo? shall I tell you he becomes a real Godot? when he learns the whole Torah now let me explain this because imagine imagine if you have son who is a Godel, he's 13 years old, and he's listening to his bar mitzvah, he's sitting by the bar mitzvah, and here someone's coming and saying, Joshua, and saying, Yaakov, today you, you entered adulthood. You are a Godel. What does it mean that you're a Godel? You're not the center of the world anymore. You realize that there's Hashem. And he says, Yes. And he receives it, I am a Godel. And he's a Godel, and he comes home, and diamonds marry. And he does Mariv like a Godel. He says, Hashem, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Olokein, Hashem, Echod. And after Mariv, he goes to open the presents. And he forgets he's a Godel. He forgets he's a Godel. All of a sudden, ooh, 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 ooh. Me, 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 me. He's not a Godel anymore. So his god, is, you know, he's not a real god. When he's 20 years old, then he's a real god. Because then he heard Rabbi Talbot's lectures. And Rabbi Talbot told us when you walk into the house, walk with the Ani Maimon, And keep the Ani Maimon. And keep the Ani Maimon. Until the plate of schnitzel. All of a sudden, he's not a goddam anymore. He forgot the Ani Maimon. Well, there are different levels of it. But what a, what a falafel can do to a godil, I don't want to describe. <laughs> because he is a godil, but he's not a goddel but traitor. What does a goddel? but mean? A goddel but means as follows. Why? Why really? does this falafel, and I, I'm talking, I have nothing against falafel. <laughs> why really does this falafel, or this, this plate, or our life, make us forget Hashem? Let me explain to you why. Because, it's very, it's very, it's very important to understand it. Hashem built a Torah. And the, the building of the Torah was built, 248 mitzvahs, and 365 are what is this set up? and you all know 365 days in the sun year 248 limbs in the person every day do a mitzvah and every day every limb do a mitzvah and every day do, do, don't do an avair is is there anybody who is not familiar with this concept? let me explain to you what, what this means what this means is as follows Torah means teaching. And Torah, the object of Torah is to teach us how to live. To teach us how to live. Every moment of life, and this is important for us to know, I think I can quote, at this moment I once heard, I I heard this goes back many years, I'm not that old, but this goes back 35 years, I heard a mimer from the Bitzchakotner, I will quote I could quote his words in Yiddish exactly, but I will, I will I will translate into English. He says, "You know," he said, "that there are such a things as parts of Torah called mitzvah, commandments, and there are parts of Torah called rishus. Rishus, for instance, get up in the morning, daven, it's a mitzvah. Put on film, it's a mitzvah. Eat kosher is a mitzvah. When you come to the table, put butter on the bread." Don't put butter on the bread. Is that Shall I butter it? And shall I butter it you know, over the sides? Or shall I leave a little piece over here? Yeah. Do you, where does that say in the Torah? Do what you want. And this is his words, he says. And this is simple truth. He says Anyone who thinks that the concept of a shush means that there's any miser, there's any action that a Jew can do. That is not either a mitzvah or an avera. It's just parable, right? It's just it's just reshus. If you think there's such a possibility, his words were, "You didn't enter the door to the gates to Judaism. You, um, you know nothing about Judaism. Judaism teaches us that every action that you do is either a mitzvah or an avera. So what does reshus mean? Rishus means that there are mitzvahs, there are actions, which by themselves are designated to be either mitzvahs or averis. In other words, to eat a piece of pork, just the action itself, we know is an averi. To put on film, the action itself is a mitzvah. To butter the bread, this action itself, when you put it, when you talk about in the seminar, up from this period yeah. Yeah, is this a mitzvah or It doesn't say in the Torah. But when you do it, According to the circumstances, it's a mitzvah, and according to the circumstances, it's an there. It depends why you did it, what kavanah you did it. The butter is delicious. Why do you want it? Why do you want to enjoy it? Is it to give you a frame of mind that you shouldn't feel pressed, so that you can enjoy Hashem's world? So when you make brichas and Muslim, you could say Baruch to Hashem Hazan ku voy Isn't that a beautiful b'chene? Hashem, remember that, that I, I buttered that bread? That bagel? I cut it open, I buttered it around the sides. Wasn't that beautiful? Thank you, Hashem. So, so in the beginning, he buttered it in order to enjoy Hashem's chen, to feel Hashem is kissing him. I'm just bringing a mushroom. But every action of our life has to be a mitzvah, or else has is Now, in order to live this life, that everything you do, everything you do on this earth is dictated by Hashem. The only way that you can live such a life is if you know the complete Torah. Because if you don't know the complete Torah, so you come to a point where you don't know. What does the Torah teach me? What does the Torah dictate to me? I don't know. I didn't learn all the Torah. And if you don't learn all the Torah, then, then you cannot have this greatness. Now this greatness is called true godless. Let me explain to you why. A godless, as we said, a cotton is someone who does what he wants. A godless someone who does what Hashem wants. Why was the Khan called a godless? Because the Chavotchan knew so much Torah that every point of life he knew where Hashem in his Torah is teaching him what to do. That's the real godless. And that's true dedication. And that's why, if you don't know the Torah, you cannot be the true, true of. You can have all the intentions, good intentions. Now, for many of you, you might not know or appreciate what I'm saying now. I was once sitting by a great person. I don't want to mention the name of this moment, a real great person. And we're sitting and we're talking... Israeli politics. I'm not talking about elections which happen to be going on now. But there was a whole political problem that the, the chief rabbi had said like this and went against. And I was involved. When I was a young man, I was not like today that I try to keep myself out of things. But I was involved. and I was sitting by this grate by the Godel And I was saying, you know, and I was discussing. And he says to me these words He says, You should know everything says in the Torah so I said what does it say in the Torah everything says in the Torah everything says in the Torah Hashem gave us a Torah everything says in the Torah everything is in the Torah so now let me let me cut short this is the expression of Shua's night when it comes this night we say to Hashem first of all tonight I don't sleep why don't you sleep you're not tired was you ever up Shua's night were you ever not tired we have ever not tired? So some people don't have too much circle. They run around, schmooze around and drink coffee and they wait for the morning. Well, that's not very smart. But if you sit and learn Torah, then you're tired. And you want to sleep. Tonight I don't sleep. Why don't you sleep? Who do you belong to? I belong to Hashem. Not a minute! I won't take a minute for myself. I won't give Hashem five hours and take myself one minute. I won't give a minute for myself. This is an expression of dedication of life. The second expression is Hashem. I'm going to live a life. You know what kind of life I'm going to live? I'm going to say the whole Torah from beginning to end. That's the kind of life I'm going to live. I don't know the Torah yet. I'm planting a seed. But this is my dedication. My dedication is the whole Torah. Not Hilcha Shabbos. And when it comes to Hilchah something else, I don't know. The whole Torah from beginning till end. From beginning till end, this is my dedication. This is the expression of Tikkun Le'olchemus. And then, after you finish this dedication, you say to yourself, "All right, but still, there's a point in life when you face the Malachamovis and there, there, self called self. In the end, there is, there is, there is the love for life which I can't give away." the last moment in that morning before the, before the life comes up and the Jewish people said you go into the mikveh. and what does it mean to go into the mikvah? you immerse yourself in water and when you immerse yourself in water at that moment you can't live you can't live at that moment because you're not a fish you can't live in water and you say Hashem my last piece of life my heart that pumps. My pulse, my life. I'm giving away to you. I'm going into the mikveh. And then Hashem, the old person, remember that guy? That old person, he was drowned. And when you say, pick up your head, a new person. A new person. Just like a woman goes to the mikveh. The old person that has all kinds of, had of tumor, that person stays in the water. A new person emerges, emerges with kedusha, with 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 holiness, with purity. This expression is a shvus morning. When we go into that mikvah, we say Hashem. The Yankel, my name is Yankel, but I wouldn't dare use my name as an example because I don't have this greatness. But let's use the name Yankel for that's for every Jew. The Yankel of until now, this Yankel, that that as much as he was dedicated, but there was a piece of himself involved. This Yankel was drowned. And now comes out, emerges a new person. And when he gets out of the water, and all of a sudden he sees light coming, and he says, Hashem, I am part of the Jewish people. seven v'nishma. I will do what you say, and I will hear your message and the Rizal promises him you acquire a friendship you acquire a closeness that year no harm can befall you because if you get such a blood friend like Hashem with such a dedication that no one can harm you ever 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 and this is the minhug of Leil Shavuz and I'm telling you for time number 10 I'm not kidding come here this evening this afternoon to introduce minhagim but to describe what is the essence of this day. Now I want to explain something very beautiful. Why isn't there a mitzvah on Shavuot? Why isn't there a mitzvah? Why Pesach is there a mitzvah of Matzah? Why Rosh Hashanah is there a mitzvah of Shoifer? Sukkot is a mitzvah of Sukkot. Why can't there be a mitzvah of Shavuot? And the answer is, in my opinion, as follows. On mitzvah is a commandment. Shvuas is a bris. Shavuos is a dedication. Shavuos is a contract. This is the day that a Jew renews his contract with Hashem. Every one of us sitting here, both sides of the mechitzes, this day we renew our contract with Hashem. Now let's talk about a contract, a very famous contract called the Chos Kala. Now, I think you know, I've mentioned it many times, the Pasik says, yim The man, he is the one who rules over his wife. Now let's not go into particulars because this is not my subject at this moment for sure. But let's just say the man rules over the woman. So you have a young man who sees a young single girl and he's single and he walks over to her and he says, I decided I want, I want to get married. So she says, uh, I didn't decide. So he says, who are you anyways? Don't you learn Khumish? Doesn't the Khumish say, who did does the Chumash says that the man, he is the one who gives jurisdiction over his wife. And I decided that you're nothing anyways. And I decided I'm going to marry you. So she says, I, learned, I didn't learn Chumash, but you didn't learn Masechah's Kedushin, Because "Ein Kedushim, it says, You cannot marry a woman unless she wants. So the question is, who made her a grace of Deya? Who gave her what to say in marriage? And the answer is, if she's married, then she does say, then she doesn't have what to say. But whether the marriage should be completed, she has an opinion equal to his. You can be as great as you want, but if you want to take me as a slave, take out your gun. If you want to take me as a wife, I have to say I want. Because there's no way you can force somebody into a bris. Now, when Shavuos comes... If Hashem would give us a commandment, like on Pesach, Hashem says, eat matzah. Eat matzah. Yes, Hashem, eat matzah. And Rosh Hashanah, Hashem says, listen to Shefer. Yes, Hashem, listen to Shefer. Imagine a Shavuos, Hashem would make a mitzvah. And Hashem says, this mitzvah makes you, my dear people. There's no such thing. You cannot command somebody to be called to the bris. You cannot command the Jewish people to, to get married to Hashem. There is no way to command us to want to be Hashem's people on Shavuos. The only way to do it is through a You know what a is? It doesn't say in the Torah. It's an appreciation. It's an excitement. It's a love. And the Jewish people by themselves said, tonight I'm going to express what I want from Hashem. The first thing is, tonight I'm not sleeping. Why aren't you sleeping? I'm dedicated to Torah. Yeah, you know, here for you, here for Hashem. No, tonight only Hashem. Only Hashem. Utmost dedication. Second of all, how much dedication? The whole Torah. I said Tichen, from Bereshis to Leinikol Yisrael. Everything for Hashem. And what will be when you see all of a sudden problems in my life? I go into the mikveh. What is this mikveh? I give myself away, Messiris Nefesh, for Hashem. And then I walk out of this water, I say, Hashem, kol hashem you are my chikim amtaki v'kuley machmadim. When you eat that soda that morning... When you dive in that with that musaf, Hashem should forgive me. I have no way to express. But if you would know, pick a bullet, what greatness falls on Jewish heads, when you say that Shema Yisrael and Musaf, then it's just, it's just unfathomable. The greatness of this day called Shemuz. But wo- what does it come from? It comes from a moment of dedication. A moment of dedication of Hashem. I am coming. I am making a bris. This is a contract. A life contract. But a life contract doesn't mean a life contract from today for the next 100 years. A life contract means my life is in this contract. And there's no mitzvah. Hashem didn't command us. There's no mitzvah in It's an expression. What's the mitzvah in Shavuz that the Gemara says as I mentioned? There's one mitzvah the Gemara says in Shavuz. Eat a good sa'udah. Make yourself a delicious blinzer. But that blinzer should be mouth-watering. Why? Because imagine the Kala walks into the chuppah, she says, alright. And she walks into the chuppah and says, alright. And he says, what's about, you know, you know make a wedding? My wallet's is small. You know, let's not, let's not make it too lavish. Let's not make it too lavish. He says, you know, let's put it off for a month. Because if you, do, if, if you don't want to make a big wedding then I think that you don't know what you're letting yourself into. So the mitzvah, the Gemara says of Shua, make those blintzes and that cheesecake. And Baruch Hashem, I have have daughters in Israel. Well, it's not not, my schuz. Three kinds of ice cream and six kinds of blintzes and seven kinds of cheesecake. The more you do it to show Hashem, I am the happiest color in the world. And I'm making a lavish su'udah because today is the day of my happiness. Why? Because I met and I'm becoming one. I'm giving away my life and everything I possess to Hashem. And that's the great day of Shur's. And that's what I read promises. He says, if you know how to, to utilize this day, then Hashem becomes your blood partner. Hashem becomes your blood partner. So imagine a person's, a person's worry. You know, life is life. Life is life. So imagine someone's worried, you know, through the, from today to next year, who knows what kind of, what kind of, how should I say it, what kind of disuse the doctor might give me. Something hurts me. I'm afraid to take an x ray. But if I would have my best friend would be the best, best, best doctor. Best, best, best doctor. What can the best, best doctor do? But if you have Hashem on your side, if what we call I am your doctor. Shoot, boy, that's MD for you. I am your doctor. And I am the head of the bank. And I am, I am Hashem. I am Hashem. And we're not brothers. Excuse me, I don't know how to, Hashem should have been for saying this. We're married. We're getting married. It's one unity. This is the wonderful day of Shavu's. Now, I would like to, to you know, lower my tone and try to analyze what's what's happening here. May we let, let us. Many times, you know, the such thing called an ostrich. You know, you put your head into the sand and you don't want to look. What we do is one thing. We have to be intelligent. Beis Hashem today we're saying today is the first day of and another six days will be Shavuos now whether we want or we don't want Shavuos is going to come now let us discuss what is Shavuos what is Shavuos Shavuos is and we you, when we partake of this day we have to know what is this day what is it all about this day is a day of chiddush celebris. and I said a big Kiddush today. I hope I'm I hope, I hope I hope I'm right. I don't know. I say that Shavuos is not the day that we receive Torah because the Torah that we got in Shavuos is broken. Our Torah we learn. We don't know Shavuos' Torah. We learn keep a Torah, right? If we look Shavuos' Torah. We would never forget. wouldn't be a wouldn't be of us, There would be no Yitzhar. What would Israel do for Barnasah? Imagine. No Yitzhar. We'd be out of business. A lot of us would be out of business. We'd all be out of business. But that's not the point. So what Shavuos? Shavuos is the day of Knesset of the bris. It's the day we, we, we contract ourselves with Hashem. Now what is the tonight of this contract? Let's make very clearly... The tenaya of this contract, with all the menhagim which, which, which express it, the tenaya of this contract is as follows. First of all, complete dedication to Hashem. As Dominic illustrates, I don't, I don't exist. Whatever Hashem wants, that's what I want. Even the closest, even the, even, even the trap of sleep. Second of all, the whole time, whatever you say, I'm going to give Hashem and I keep Shabbos every point of Torah every moment of my life every day every part of me everything is for Hashem and finally as the minig is and this minute, I'm not telling you to do this minik but this minik is said in the Zair. this minute is mentioned 2000 years ago this is Torah this is an illustration please be careful don't say that Pinchas said everyone hey, should go to the mikveh that's how I can teach you but what does it illustrate it illustrates that when you go into the mikveh what does it mean to walk into a mikveh? If one hair is sticking out, and if I'm a mikveh, if one finger is sticking out, to be completely immersed in Hashem, to be completely immersed, 100% Jew, 100% Jew, this is what we talk on Shavuos. Now the question is, are we serious? Oh, aren't we serious? That's a good question. It's a good question. How serious are we now? The modern American life, European life, Israeli life, modern life, and I think that I'm talking about Yiddish life is everything. Everything has in itself all beauties. There's a pesach there. There's a Rosh Hashanah, there's a Sukkot, but there's no Shavuos. Because if you're a good American Jew, and what does it mean to be an American Jew? It means you daven in the morning, you daven in you daven in, in the evening, you have your dafa you don't talk Russian her. but you're living in, in, in modern world. Where are your interests? Where is your life? And as we say in simple English, a mensch is a mensch. My simple humanity is simple humanity. So you could tell me to be dedicated, my mind to be dedicated, my everything. But so you know, there are points in, in me which 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 I'm only a match. So when Pesach comes, so you say Hashem, I'm here. Why? Because Kheruz. I'm not I'm not a mitzrayim anymore. Good for you. Rosh Hashanah comes, Hashem, I'm here. Why? You're a shemayim. I don't want to do a berus. Yom Kippur comes, we're all here, and the Sukkos comes, we're also here. But when Shavuos comes, when Shavuos comes, and Hashem says, "Let's talk, contract," and Hashem says, "Atem and this was the contract of Shavuos. You saw, I took you out of the shrine, the, the, and He took you to Me. Remember that contract? Hashem says, "Listen." I can The I took you to Me today. And you have to decide, yes or no. You're married to me. Me. But Mamlech the Goy Every person should be a Koin. What is Mamlech is You know what Mamlech is Koin means? Let me explain to you. It's very simple language. In every religion, in every religion, there's a priest. What does it mean a priest? It's important to know this. In Christianity, in Islam, in Avodah Zorah, there's the plain people and there's the priest. And it's too deep. The priest, oh, he's a holy man. He's a holy man. In Christianity, he can't get married. Now we wish. Well, you know, let's let's say they don't get married. We wish they'd all be priests, <laughs> right? So you say, well, if you can't get married, so how could so, so how could you how could how how could how could you continue? And the answer is, well, only very special people, special people, um. Hashem should forgive me are dedicated to kedusha, to holiness but the simple people the plain simple people Hashem came to the Jewish people and said listen this is my contract take it or leave it you are a kingdom of priests every one of you every single Jew is obligated to give away his life and his 24 hours To be a priest, to be a God of Hador, every Jew has to be the... So you say, Hashem, you know, it's a big order. And and Hashem says, I didn't didn't force upon you. But we have to know what's happening this this afternoon, this day of Shavuos. So we say to Hashem, Alright, Hashem, but how do I do it? So Hashem says, look, if you on this holy day, you make this dedication, but you know what it's all about, To be a pure Jew. To have pure dedication. Then you are mine. Of course. Slowly you'll get there. And I'd like to finish my subject with with just one one analyzation. And I have a gavaldi kakasha. And my kasha is as follows. We know shavuz happens every year. Pesach happens every year. Shavuz happens every year. Sukkot happens every year. Rosh Hashanah happens every year. Yom Kippur happens every year. Now, why does have to happen every year? Can anybody tell me? Why do you why do you every year keep, Why not once in a lifetime? Can anybody help me? Uh, oh, why does Yim keep come every year? Oh boy, why does Yim Kippur come every year? Well, you know, did it ever happen to you? It happens to me, Baruch Hashem. I, I, I don't want to compliment myself. I really, I'm really, well, I feel when sometimes i have a really good yom Kippur, and I say the maxtar, and I say, I, the last and that I I say, Hashem, the B'gad, and I say, Hashem, I have a problem. Next year, I'm going to be so good. What do I do Yom Kippur? Did it ever happen to you? So what does Hashem say? Don't worry. Don't worry. By next year, you'll know, you'll know what to do Yom Kippur. And Baruch Hashem, we have Yom Kippur every year. Why is Hashem every year? I know why. And I know why circuses every year. Why is every year? Once we made this dedication. So isn't that enough for a lifetime? Why is every year? And I'm going to tell you a very simple answer And maybe it's a little too simple Because Hashem is very practical Hashem says look All these great ideas are beautiful but Let's be a little practical Let's be a little practical Because when you tell me to give away my life It's beautiful stuff And maybe some of the audience sitting here in this seminar That enjoyed my speech I don't know how many of you But if you enjoyed my speech as well, it's a good idea. When Shmos comes, I'm gonna. It's all beautiful, beautiful. But be a little practical. A match is a match. A match is for a match. So I think Hashem is being practical. Hashem is saying, you know what? Let's work on a one-year basis. Let's work on a one-year basis. Let me tell you what this means. You people don't see soldiers here in America, because the soldiers are West Point. I live in Israel. And I travel, I live out in Negev And I see soldiers practicing Could you imagine? And I'll, I'll tell you what they look like They have a line of soldiers And when I drive by So sometimes I stop Oh look at this guy He's carrying his big knapsack And his guns and everything it's, it, it weighs around 30-40 around kilo It's called Siud Malay And he's trunching along And he's walking he Has to walk 6 kilometers So when I want to stop I say, do you want a, tr- a hitch? He says, no, he says, "Uh, I'm training. So if you ask this guy, he say, Yaakov, are you crazy? Is this life, this is life? How could you live such a life? What will he answer? Anybody know what he answer? He said, a year of service. If you tell him to be a soldier for all his life, he'll say, you know, I'm going to Los Angeles. Right? But if you tell to be a soldier for a year's time, he says, "All right, I'll serve for a year. Let's get over with it." But I could—I saw soldiers during the war. I saw soldiers during the war. They gave away their lives. Mamish, I mean, I saw—I was in the war. I was in three, three, wasn't I, Israel? I saw the mamish three days, four days, five days. They don't eat, they don't eat, sleep, they don't sleep. How could you do it till the war is over? You with me? Certain things that you can't take upon yourself, but a year of service, you're able. So I'm trying to hint that maybe Hashem says to us, Shavu is a serious business. But you know, let's try it for a year's time. Rabbi Talber came, invited you to a seminar, and he was so good to you, and he said, quarantine yourself for 40 days. Now I want to tell you Rabbi side. Let me, let, let me tell you very clearly. And here is the end of my, my drosha. Rabbi Talber invited me to speak to this last lecture. And the name election, what are we taking home? And I started off and I said, there's a big responsibility. Because we're here two days, and we heard beautiful, beautiful speeches. And for Pshim Shem Pink is to come, and the last minute, just to say some kind of a lousy speech, and to ruin the whole atmosphere. So, you know, it's, it's not very appealing. And for my upharias, I don't want to do it. So I said, well, all I'm going to do this afternoon is to explain the last words of our and let me tell you what he's trying to teach us he's trying to teach us as follows in my opinion first of all there is nothing that can be said in the atmosphere of these beautiful days and today in a preparation for Shavuos because what does Shavuos mean? Shavuos is a contract to Hashem Hashem, I'm giving myself over to you. Not like I was giving over to you 49 days. One week I gave over my mind. One week I gave over my hands. I don't want to go into this, but the Kabbalah every week has its beauty. The first week is called chokhmah, the second week is called Binah, the third week is called Das, and then it's Chesed and, Gevur, and the of Teferes. Let me enumerate it. means your, 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 your knowledge. All my knowledge I give over to Hashem. And then I give over my understanding to Hashem. And my appreciations for Hashem. You give your hands to Hashem. Khan to means everything I do for Hashem. And to Ferris means my feeling to Hashem. But you know what you can't go out to Hashem? You can't give out to Hashem your life, your life, and your simple humanity. Because the moment your stomach starts talking, then sphere suir is off. That's where Shavuos comes in. Shavuos is a day that we finish the contract. We say, on this day, Hashem. I'm giving you, on this holy day, with your help, I'm giving you my life, my, 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 my life and my simple humanity, my simple interests. Because the biggest slave, the most dedicated person, when he comes home, he lays down on a sofa and takes out a magazine. And he says, I'm dedicated, 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 a moment for myself. A moment for myself. And after 49 days, there's still room for a moment for myself. And then Shavuos comes in and he says, this night I'm going to express a new dimension. There isn't a moment for myself. And the Ria says it in Shara and he says, this night don't sleep an instant. Don't sleep one instant. Don't take yourself one moment because that's the whole message of this night. But what's about the quantity? The whole Torah this night. A whole Torah. Everything for Hashem. What's about, you know, certain situations? Go into the mikveh, immerse yourself completely. Give away your life. A moment of a serious nefesh. And come out and say Hashem, Maser and So Rabbi Tab was telling us, isn't this a beautiful speech? But what about the little the Let's be a little practical. Abba Talba told us the most beautiful way to do it. Don't dedicate yourself like he said. Abba did it, and that's why he's in Northern and he's here. I don't want to compliment him, That's not what we're doing now. He's not a chassan. It's not shnei brothers. But he told us the story that he closed the radio and he says, "I'm closing it forever," and that's for special people. But he suggested 40 days, and I think maybe it's Hashem's trick. Hashem says, "You know what? From today till next see. I'm telling you next show. Well, Hashem, aren't you contri- contradicting yourself? If it's if it's if it's a if it's a blood contract, it has to be forever. Hashem says, let's talk a, let's talk a year at a time. Let's talk a year at a time. Let's talk a year at a time. But what are we talking? Again, what are the qualities we're talking? We're talking about dedication to Hashem. And let me finish what I discussed. Martin Tara it's called a kiss. Yishakei is is called a kiss of Hashem. A kiss, I mean, just repeat what I have said. A kiss means a mouth kiss. What is the difference between a mouth kiss? There's two differences between a mouth kiss. The Goyim says, is is has to have two kisses. One kiss is that a, that a, that a, 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 a man or wife Love each other, that they're dedicated to each other to their love. I love you and we'll be together. The second kiss the Goyan says is that besides you, there is no one in my life. Because if you have a woman who who loves her husband, loves her husband, loves her husband, etc., etc., but you know, just in one little corner there's someone else in her mind, then that's not marriage. And that the Goyan says only Hashem. And I add, with my smallness I say, a mouth kiss means when you give a kiss, you get a kiss back. And all I want to say is as follows, there's no doubt, for many people sitting here, a suggestion that we heard, 40 days of quarantine, leave it on the newspapers, leave it on the radio, just dedicate yourself to your families, to your Torah, to your Yiddishkeit. For many of you, and many of us, and maybe at this moment you're sitting here, you don't realize it. It's, it'll burn like a fire. And I know myself. I, Baruch Hashem Hashem, spoke so many speeches against newspapers, because of Rabbi Talber, that I'm embarrassed to look at a newspaper, because if I look at a newspaper, then people, you know, they, heard, they look at it and say, you're a hypocrite. So I look at a newspaper. But sometimes, you understand, know, sometimes there's certain headlines that it's via fire. I know it. It's blend via fire. And that's where, that's where I'm holding, because, you know, because I... But many of you are used to be looking at Time Magazine, Newsweek, etc., etc. reading the papers, read New York Times from beginning to end, listen to the radio, etc. And it's part of life. And I guarantee you, it'll burn like a fire. I guarantee you. But that's what shuls is for. And I guarantee you that that as I'm just I'm just repeating, when you give this kiss to Hashem, and a kiss means is dabek ruha You give away your breath of air. Your breath of life. Hashem, I'm giving away my life to you. That's what what we said on on Harsinai. Hashem will give us a kiss back. And you will see how beautiful life can be. How beautiful you can be. How beautiful your families can be. How beautiful a Torah can be. How beautiful a piece of bread can be. How beautiful a piece, of, a piece of Shabbos can be. A piece of bread. Would, how beautiful a bracha can be. How beautiful everything can be. Like when we have a Just take off, your, take off your glasses and wipe them off. You'll see how beautiful everything can be. But it's not only wipe them off. You will get such deepness and such insights and such beauty and such greatness. That we have no way to describe. We have no way to describe. And I, I, I tried to describe it a day ago. Hashem says to Meishu Rabbeinu, come, leave your body. Meishu Rabbeinu's Nishama says, no Hashem, I can't. No Hashem, I can't. I will take you to the kiss of I promise you it will be beautiful. No Hashem, I can't. Hashem gave him a kiss. Hashem says, you see how beautiful it is to be? As much as you appreciate to be in Meishu Rabbeinu's body, but you see how beautiful it is when you come into the insides of Hashem? This guarantee, and I'm saying this, and doing justice, doing justice to the subject that I was told to speak about. What are we taking home? What we are taking home is that if we will dedicate ourselves to Hashem and His terror, and this will be our life. And again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that we should. That to, to, tonight we should start doing. That's not what we're talking about. Go gradually and slowly. But it's a dedication. It's a life. And everything else which is not Hashem which is not Kedushah doesn't interest us. We quarantine ourselves. And don't take it forever. Take it slowly. As we were told, try for a few days. You will, Bezer Hashem, see how beautiful, beautiful Hashem is. How beautiful his Torah is. How beautiful life is. How Bezer Hashem problems. If they'll be solved, how beautiful problems solved are. If they won't be pro- solved, how beautiful problems can be. I think you know what I'm saying. When you have an appreciation that Hashem is with you. And Hashem loves you. And Hashem appreciates you. And Hashem is worried about you. How beautiful the world can be. Because, and this is Shavuos. This is Shavuos. Besides the fact this is the work of Shavuos, this is the school of Shavuos. There is nothing that can help us in this vein, like Shavuos. Dover be'itoy. And I'd like to repeat all four things that Rabbi Talbot told us. First thing is, try the Quran to quarantine yourself from the media. Second thing, second thing was peis chalim. I don't want to go. On, I don't want to say this whole speech about it. But this is a, this is the death. means means because if give give yourself money is blood. Money is blood. Dummy money is blood spill blood for your children's chinuch, for the continuation of terror don't, 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 everyone, you know, everyone wants, wants to get a free ride if it's a free ride it's not going to work it's not going to work spill a couple of bucks and for many of us is a piece of luck. and the third one was man and wife have have positive communication make a seder together because Sofkosov. For most of us, married life, that's, that's life. Life should be a life of Kedusha. Kedusha should not be something out of life. It should be the commodity of life. And Hashem created us as, as man and wife. This should be the commodity of this communication. And the last thing was, think about Am Yisrael. Think a little bigger. See how you can help Am Yisrael. Because you become part partner to Hashem. Because Hashem becomes your blood partner, Hashem becomes part of you, and Hashem, Hashem with this dedication, and all this, is the Hamshek of Chag who is Hashem shall help us. We should be zayikutu Chag Shavuos